The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Analysis, discussion, and the latest around the Broncos as the season continues. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Of the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R O N N I E the letter K Radio on Twitter. Where today on the podcast, well, we're going to talk about the new NFL CBA, or at least the proposed CBA, and what this could mean for the NFL moving forward, as well as a well, a strong words. I guess that's the best way to put it. Strong words from a Broncos player on the CBA. You're going to hear those comments from this individual coming up on the podcast. But first, our friends over there at Tab 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirits, a fair that is just tremendous. You head on over there, and I tell you what, they've got literally everything, and including in the winter, that rooftop. It is tremendous because it's heated, and in the summers, it's a gorgeous view. And I tell you what, with springtime coming up, it's just perfect. It's a nice view, great weather, great drinks, great people. Check it out. Tap 14 on the web. That's tap14.com. Tap14.com. All right, before we get to the Bronco player comments on the new CBA, uh, a couple highlights of the new CBA that, of course, are proposed now uh, officially approved by the owners, but, of course, the players not quite yet. Um, This has got a lot of different moving parts in it, and, of course, with the new CBA in particular, this is something where uh, change is coming. That, of course, includes the... A seventh team added for the postseason, as opposed to six in the NFC, six in the AFC, now added uh, for this proposed CBA, a seventh team, one team with the first round bye. That gets nixed to where there's only one with a first round bye. So only one bye in the first round on each side of the ladder, and then the six rest of the teams that make the postseason including three of them being division champions, will then play on Wild Card Weekend. That means six games on Wild Card Weekend. That's a nice little addition, I suppose, for those who are into football in January like we all are. Now, including in this also is a little bit more of an increase when it comes to pay and that 17th game. That's the big one I want to focus on to start because, of course, remember, New, new contracts get more expensive. Uh, everything when it comes to the old system essentially gets thrown out the window. And now if you're going to get paid basically proportionally more and you thought quarterbacks or offensive skill players made a ton of money now, boy, just wait till you see the eye-popping numbers that uh, you know players could be making in future contracts and as old contracts get adjusted as well too. Because again, with the 17th game also means now more money just straight in the pocket because there is a 17th game. Now, nixing, of course, inside this is the idea that uh, there will be a shortened uh, preseason. This, of course, going to three as opposed to the four now. And if you're the Broncos, of course, five last year. This, I I think, is is something that most people are in agreement in with the idea that preseason does need to be shortened. Uh, Look, I think there are many disagreements when it comes to players. There are... you know, uh, disagreements when it comes to, you know, what rulings need to be changed. You know, 17th game, I know a lot of players are not into, but I think nixing a preseason game certainly is going to be one of those that uh, most people, I think, agree on, at least player, coaches, front office, fans, etc. 
Of course, with the expansion of the playoffs, you know, this also means, look, uh, those who, you know, may be veterans uh, may have an opportunity to sign somewhere uh, because of the expansion of a roster potentially. Uh, regular season from from 52 or excuse me 53 to 55 increasing by two uh, game day rosters growing from 46 to 48 so maybe somebody like uh, you know I'm just gonna throw random names out there a veteran uh, later in the season Des Bryant you know makes a makes a, a an opportunity to make a roster as somebody you know towards the postseason gets an opportunity to maybe uh, become that veteran presence and also a playmaker on offense where they can just step in and they kind of know the ropes. Now, of course, you know, the, the practice squad also as well too, um, growing and look, I, I think more in general, just more jobs, you know, and I think this is a definitely a good thing when it comes to uh, the NFL and trying to find opportunities for, because look, it's, it's easy to, you know, talk about the Von Millers of the world and the Bradley Chubbs, but then there are lower level players that we just don't talk about a lot. The Demarcus Walkers, the uh, Tim Patricks, you know, it's easy to talk about Cortland Sutton, but you know, it's a Tim Patrick who's grinding week after week after week and isn't making a ton of money. And the majority of the NFL is more on the Tim Patrick side than the Cortland Sutton side. And, uh, you know, I know Cortland Sutton's still on a rookie deal, but you get my point. That's a guy who's going to get paid big money. Tim Patrick, maybe not so much. So I, I think there's going to be an opportunity. And look, money is really surrounding this this CBA. That's the that's the big thing with this whole thing is is who's going to make more money? Where is that money going to come from? Um, and certainly, you know, and it's tough for the players because, you know, with the CBA, I, I, I always feel like this is never a win-win for them. I always feel like this is one of those where you take what you can get and then you move on. Uh, you know, the players, uh, they just don't have the leverage. And that's the big problem. You know, first of all, it is, again, those players who we talk about, you know, it's it's easy to say the Von Millers of the world can can go without a paycheck, you know, for for six weeks, eight weeks, maybe even longer, but the Tim Patrick's can't. Uh, Philip Lindsay's can't. You know, the the lower level paid uh, paid players, you know, they they've got to earn a paycheck to 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 keep a living, and you know, we always hear about certain players who are a part of. You know the you know really speaking out and and always talks about saving up a paycheck and um, you know preparing for a potential strike. You know I, I think the tough part about all this is that even with you saving and doing all these things, you know this is something that that just in the end just can't be avoided. Where on the other end, and it, it should be noted too, this is a quantity game as well too. There are 32 NFL owners. There's probably 32 players on each individual team that can't, you know, cover their basis um, without a paycheck. And so all of a sudden, you know, you, you do 32 times 32, and that's a heck of a lot of dough. That's uh, 964. Is that correct? Really quick math. I, I could be wrong on that. Um, you know, and, and that's a lot of players that, you know, they need a paycheck on a, on a weekly basis. And it's that quantity versus a league of owners that is 32 strong that have 
millions and millions and uh, in some cases billions of dollars and those are guys that can wait it out and so that's this is why the the dynamic is always so difficult because you know you you want to make sure you take care of these players because the players are the product you know that's that's the guys you should be taking care of not only on a short-term but a long-term deal look nobody goes to a game to watch uh x owner x gm in the press box they go to watch the product and the product is the players and they deserve so much more than i think they are actually getting but realistically i think it's going to be very very difficult and you know maybe there's going to be a day someday in football history where there's a truly transcendent situation where the players say you know what this is it we are not taking at this anymore and and we're going to vouch for whether it's guaranteed contracts or this or that and they just say you know what prepare to strike unless you agree and they have to rally all those players four or five years ahead of time. That's just the only way it's going to work in their case. And then expect a time of, you know, a year, two years maybe to be off. Who knows? Um, but certainly that's that's way farther down the road than this certain case, which I, I feel like there's a lot of momentum of it actually getting approved. Um, you know, for the first case, uh, look, more money for players. Certainly that's the case, although on a shorter term, on a, on a shorter, lighter uh, extra money, but certainly more money nonetheless. Uh, you know, none of these players are going to like the 17 games. I certainly know that. But I think the, the most important thing, you know, to think about is at least just make sure players are heard, you know, and, and understand that, you know, this these guys are the product, and we need to know that they know that, that their their word is valued. And I think that's the biggest separation right now that the NFL just has is the fact that I don't think a lot of these players feel like their voices are being heard. And uh, one example is a Bronco, a Denver Bronco, who came out this week and talked to Jake Asman of SB Nation. And uh, we played actually some of this audio on my show, uh, which selfish plug, 3 p.m. weekdays, Mountain Standard Time on MileHighSports.com. Of course, you can tune in and listen to that locally on the radio, 1340 AM, FM 1047. Uh, A lot of great stuff on the show. But anyways, I digress. We heard this audio from Dalton Reisner, and it is strong, strong comments on the CBA. This is Dalton Reisner talking about how his voice, he just feels like it's not valued. Now, from what I hear, it's a, it's a hard no. Um, I, I, from that's from what I hear. Um, I'm not fond of 17 games. I mean, we already played 16, and then if you want to add the four preseason games, uh, that's 20 games a year, and that's without playoffs. You know, I think that we put our bodies on the line for 20 weeks straight, um, and that's at the minimum every single season. So I don't think that there's a need for a 17th game, but I'm also not a, a board member. I'm also not a voice that's going to be heard. So I don't think they really care what I have to say at this point. But I know that uh, a lot of teammates and guys that represent uh, my team and the NFLPA kind of feel the same way. So uh, we're definitely not fond of that, but at the same time, we're fond of being able to play football. So We'll see what happens. So, again, that's Dalton Reisner on some strong comments from the CB about the CBA. And, you know, I, I can't disagree with him. I, I, I truly feel like it's very one-sided right now when it comes to opinions being heard and actually being instituted into the CBA and, you know, I, I would have thought that, you know, if, if we were looking at a – um, 
you know, ownership situation that was maybe really willing to budge on a lot of things. You know, maybe maybe medical marijuana comes into play where, uh, you know, medicinal marijuana or maybe just marijuana in, in general becomes legal. You know, it's a it's 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 one of those things. And maybe this just in general helps out. Uh, the NFL with many of the things that they have issues for, you know, everybody turns to off field um, situations that that the NFL punishes for and says, well, how do you punish a guy for this much when you're suspending him for this much because marijuana is is legal everywhere else, but is not legal in your league. And even though the, this 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 is supposed to be at least we think, uh, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a doctor. I don't know if it truly helps them, uh, but I know I've talked to players that know they feel much better when it comes to the marijuana side of things, helping with their aches and pains. You know, how, how do you, how do you justify to yourself? Well, hey, we're going to suspend this person this much, but we're going to spend them two times, three times more for marijuana. You know, it just, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's, it's, le- it's legal in Colorado, you know. And I just I wish it was some some of those things that maybe the they just you know the owners have the opportunity to just simply open it up and just say hey let's just let's help our players you know let's help our players let's help our product because you know what a happier product or a happier uh, employee means a better product you know this is this is no different than if you were to own a a gift shop and the people who work your counter are helped out because, you know, for whatever the reason, you know, maybe they can, you know, maybe they can wear whatever they want uh, instead of a really goofy uniform, uh, you know, that you demand or, you know, they're they're allowed to listen to the kind of music that they want to listen to while they're at work, whatever may be the case, you know, just just help out your people. And I I just don't know if that's truly happening yet. I, I suppose it's happening in some cases, in some ways. But but I don't think it's happening enough, not nearly enough, and it's really unfortunate because again, you know, more, more important than anything, you know, these these players deserve uh, so much because they are the product, and that's really the bottom line. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by our friends over there at Tap Fourteen. Got some more thoughts on this. That's next. Welcome back to the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skipping and jump away from Coors Field. So we've been talking about this CBA and some more comments from Dalton Reister, just really strong stuff stating, you know, the situation in general that they face and players and what they have to, you know, um, try to get past with this whole uh, CBA situation is it's been approved, of course, by the uh, NFL owners. Now the NFLPA stepping in, and of course, you know, originally that that first week, if, if I remember correctly, we saw approval from the owners on Tuesday, and again, this is dating back about two weeks ago, and then they were supposed to vote on Friday. The players, uh, they decided, you know what, we're going to put this on hold. Uh, just really didn't seem like they, they wanted a week to think about it, if you will, a weekend to think about it. And since has been spoken on by many players uh, publicly on Twitter, you know, and, and like, a, like, a, like we heard from Dalton Reisner say, uh, you know, I think the first person who really kind of came out and spoke against it was J.J. Watt, who posted a tweet saying, hard no on that proposed CBA. Uh, Stefan Diggs uh, mentioned that uh, he was not really a big fan of it. Russell Wilson has come out and said, and Aaron Rodgers has come out and said, uh, 
Look, the reality of this is that it's the extra game. You know, it's the 17th game. It's more wear and tear on their bodies. This is this is the big thing that I think most individuals are really worried about. Uh, and and again, you know, for for much of these players, and you'll notice the names that I mentioned, the J.J. Watts of the world, the Aaron Rodgers of the world. You know, this the 17th game added it it. Money-wise, it doesn't benefit them because they already have a ton of money. They they already have a paycheck and a and a bank account that is fully padded. But I will say this: for those thirty-two players, those forty players, that whatever percentage is that's making less than a million or whatever may be the case. Again, I'm not throwing out hard numbers. I'm just saying there is a majority of the NFL that is not making Aaron Rodgers money. That is not making JJ Watt money. That 17th game is an extra paycheck, so you do also have to think of it that way as well, too. And while, yes, more wear and tear on their bodies, you know, there there is, to an extent, uh, the the idea that, hey, uh, maybe, the, maybe we start to see this. And maybe this is a consequence of the NFL going to the 17th game is, we say it in the NBA all the time, those, those weird words, load management. I mean, if you're a team that's 12 and 2, 13 and 1, whatever may be the case, going into the final couple weeks, and maybe you already have a top seed locked in, uh, you know. Maybe there are teams that start to rest players more or, you know, they get halfway, you know, depth players get rotated in far more than what they usually will. You know, instead of a running back taking the full workload for 17 games, you know, maybe there's a a situation where uh, you start to see more of that dual back concept. I mean, look, the, the, the position in general after 16 games has been whittled away to very few feature backs. That's just a small example, but the point being is that there's there's going to be a lot of changes and there's going to be a lot of new things coming you know of course when it comes to any of the record books if this were to be approved it's obviously I, I think you have to have a 17 game record book with a 16 game you know record book kind of asterisk because look every record is going to get bro- broken when it comes to passing yards and passing stats passing touchdowns at some point because it's one extra game and and, and that means that lessens the percentage of every you know, potential game needing X amount of yards or X amount of touchdowns to break that record. And so I I think you're going to see that kind of come out the window. But certainly, you know, just one of the few things that are coming down the pipeline for the NFL. Interesting to see how we where we go from here and how these players will react in the event where this does get approved on both sides. And, um, you know, assuming that we have football in the moving future, obviously, and Make no mistake, this is a long CBA as well, too. This would guarantee labor peace through 2030, so nine years that uh, certainly fans would be excited for because that means, you know, you have football on week one in September or October or August, however they shift the schedule around. I'm guessing it would still start in September, but maybe a little bit earlier as well, too. We will see. Of course, we'll stay updated on the Broncos Blitz podcast and any Bronco players that maybe start to really uh, – now, voice their opinion. We'll put it that way. You know, we'll we'll keep up to date at uh, MileHighSports.com and of course Mile High Sports mobile app, the uh, free for Apple and Android app, as well as on social media at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R O N N I E the letter K Radio on Twitter and of course at MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com. We are all done for the Broncos Blitz podcast. Be sure to follow me on social media at Ronnie K Radio. Be sure to check out the radio show every day. Well, at least Monday through Friday, wise, 3 p.m. 
Monday through Friday. And of course, that also means that when it comes to the radio show, you can call in, you can text in to the show as well too. 3 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, that would be 5 p.m. on the East Coast. And of course, you can stream the show. So if you can't get to a radio, stream the show at milehighsports.com. Well, if you like the podcast, be sure to subscribe or rate us. Give us a review on the podcast, uh, one through five. And you know what? If you don't like the podcast, let me know. I appreciate you listening regardless because you know what? We're always trying to get better at the Broncos Blitz podcast and with this podcast, of course, on Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, many of the different places where you can find it, or, of course, at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. Later, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit milehighsports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.